broken in pieces down to the soul i know the whole world can feel it i know that they can see it oh oh i hate to admit that i need you i need you i need you next to me you said that you were right for me and i hear you but right now i need to feel you Then I'ma say, it's better rich. Ooh. 50 niggas dick, 100 niggas step, million man march, crack it out, you start. Okay. Hold your head. Hold your heart. Hold your head. Your heart. Okay. That's a deep song. Oh, wait, this is who? Like Big Sean part. and who? This is Big Sean with Anderson Park. Okay. Who else on the song? a bunch of other people on the song, but those are the the two that we heard. Yeah, and it now. says, "Hold your head and guide your heart." Mm-hmm. Guard your heart. Okay. You wow. know, that's true. It's facts. <laughs> you know, all I give is facts. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, alright, 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 alright. You know. Okay. DJ Damio. Okay, I got it. Well, that's a that's that's a nice starter. But anyway, guys, hello, hello, hello. How you guys doing today? My name is Damio, and I am Erica Mona, and this is Cross Cultured. Back again with another episode. How you feeling, girl? You looking good? You're dashing, D- dashing like dashing through the snow. The- Take the compliment. Thank you. God. No, I just caught me off guard because dashing. I was gonna say dashing brownie or something. You just you didn't let me complete the sentence. Oh, okay. Thank you. I leave it at that. You look good as well. Thanks, thanks. You remind me of a girl. All right. Kind of once new. <laughs> I see the the you know off the shoulder black you know sweater. Vibe. I have broad shoulders, so people gonna think it was planned. It wasn't. It actually was not. It wasn't. It actually was not. You know, it just happens like every week we tend to like. Courtney. It's natural. It's natural. It's natural. But how are you doing? How are you feeling? (sighs) You guys, Valentine's Day happened this week. It did. How was that for you? How was that for you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you went straight into it. I'm like, I want to hear about the highlight of your week, how you feel. I mean, it happened. I feel like that was the highlight. Valentine's Day happened this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, Valentine's Day was nice. Let me stop being funny, for real. It was really nice. I actually enjoyed my Valentine's Day. Okay. I felt that it was, it was like. Would you like to share what? what? It was intimate. I okay. would say that. It was intimate. Um, oh, I guess this is popping the bubble. Oh, okay. I, I had a Valentine-esque mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, so yeah, that, that, that was that. It was very intimate. It was, you know. Was it touching? Did you feel like, oh, this is. Like, oh, this was a nice Valentine. Hmm. People be listening, so let me choose my words. It was everything that it needed to be. Okay. I think that, that that's the best way I could say it. Like, I ain't going to stunt act like I wasn't coming out here like Ari Fletcher. I didn't walk into a room of 5,000 roses. I know. You know, that wasn't my Do Valentine's Do you think we'll ever get that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. 
I think that's just not hell. Do you think we would have to tell them, like, this is what we want? Like, I, I want to wake up to 5,000 roses. No, I think that men know. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is like, if I'm setting the bar and this is the bar that's mm-hmm. like up there. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot, it's just expensive. Like, that's an expensive, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah, that expensive. that's really what it is. It's like, do I got 5000 How much did they say he spent? $50,000 on that? So I would say that, yeah, my Valentine's Day was very full of love. I had a Valentine's Day party with my students. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so it was full of love in all aspects. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it should be about. Yes. Nonetheless, regardless of who you spend it with, it should be a day of love, whether it's with your family, friends, your girlfriends, you know. Uh, for me, Valentine's it was decent. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um you know, me and my little family went. We went, we went out to eat. <laughs> my I mean, it was me, me, the baby daddy. You know, we all went out three of us to eat, so mm-hmm. it, it was nice. Had balloons, flowers. Um, it was cool. You know, I was happy to get out the house because I really wanted to go out and do something and not just right. like get flowers and balloons and just be in the, house. be in the house. You know what I'm saying? So like, I we celebrated it, and you know, yeah. I took pictures. I always have to take pictures. You know, especially it's the baby's first Valentine's Day too. Yeah. So it was it was a nice day. It was a nice day, you know. But you know, one day I'm definitely hoping for like the yes, extra, to, like oh my god, I walk in, like I'm and wow, it's a letter, and the letter is like put on the dress. I know, right? Your bag is packed. Meet uh-huh. me at the airport. Jeez. I'm like, oh, where we going? Like that's what I want. Yeah, one day, you know, we, we get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. feel it coming. Definitely. But yeah, I'm speaking about Valentine's Day, as you said. Um, wait, are we going to hot topics? Was that a highlight of our week? Are we like starting the episode? I think we can start the episode. We can start the episode. Okay, so Demi, how do we like to start? We start the episode with the. I want to remix it. Okay. Topics. No. Hot topics. I was trying to make it like more sultry. It was sultry when you. Naturally, where you have it, um, but Valentine's Day, we saw how celebrities celebrated their Valentine's yes. Day. Cardi Who, B and Offset, yeah, I think theirs was cute because I kind of we we did it that way too, where it was like Super Bowl party slash Valentine's. Okay, like, okay, you know Valentine's Day was on a Monday this year, mm-hmm. and then the Super Bowl was that Sunday, so they celebrated yeah, that in a way because that was their first day. Mm-hmm. So that was that's cute. nice. So do you think of that? It's because you know we mentioned how. One day we hope we have like the extra celebration with the flowers and roses. Do you think it is only the man's job to set to plan the Valentine's Day? Hmm. You know, because okay, Sweetie's Day, that's like a Chicago thing. That's a Chicago thing. You know Sweetest what I mean? Day. Where like, you know, in case you don't know, Sweetie's Day, it's October thirteenth, I believe. It's like the second weekend of October. Yeah. So where the woman does something sweet for her sweetie, you know? Right. Um, but Valentine's Day, do you think it's just the men? men's job to plan it yes i mean okay i think the woman can hint it uh-huh and like you know i mean it depends what y'all want to do and where y'all are in your relationship yeah you know but i do think that some part of valentine's day should be like man like driven okay like this was your thing that you did okay like even if we talk about something together that we're uh-huh. gonna do that's cool too but i yeah. do think that you should have something that you're doing for me uh-huh. and i should also have something that i'm doing for you like we also come to the table or something so like we both give each other a gift yeah or it's like you know it's like ah oh, surprise i got you a pedicure because you never get your feet done uh-huh. or like surprise i got you a massage like even if we both know the the date is we're going to like a concert or something uh-huh. and we both planned it we should still have something that we plan for each other okay Okay. Because to me, I feel like Valentine's Day is about, like, 
showing romance. Showing romance. It's like I want to show you that you matter to me. Yeah. So I want to romanticize you. Yeah, I think I think also I think a woman for me I'm like I'm thinking I was like next year I want to plan Valentine's Day because the reason why mm. I said that because sometimes when you've been with someone for so long, right? And it is typically like a male driven like the male is showing his love, he's professing the love for the woman. You right. know what I mean? Type of holiday. So for me, I'm like I would like to be the one to like go all out and do the Valentine's oh, Day, you know, cute. to profess and show my love. And maybe also hint, hint, show you how I like, like for it to be done. Like next model time you do it. behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But I do think that, you know, because, um, you know, I saw on social media, a lot of men were like, damn, like, we, it's always it's so much pressure. Like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, Valentine's Day is coming. I have to plan a gift. I have to plan a whatever, a getaway, you know. But what, what about the women? What do they plan for us, you know? And I think that sometimes, you know, it's nothing wrong. If it's a fresh relationship, yes, you're the guy planning the stuff, you know. But if y'all been together for a minute, take course, turns. Y'all yeah. can take turns. Like this year, I got you. Next year, you planning it. You know, I think it spices things up in relationships. It keeps it fun. But okay, men really just be overcapping to me because I get that there's going to be a certain amount of pressure mm-hmm. of like I don't want to disappoint my girl. Right, right, right. But it's like men really be like following social media like it's bible. Like nobody. For real, expect you. Like, we've really been in this relationship. Do you think my expectation for real of you is to fly me out the Bora Bora? I mean, you just said that you would like to be. That's like an ideal, like, as we were talking. We were right. talking about and fantasy. Well, wouldn't you want a man? Don't but you think a man not... will want to give you your ideal fantasy? Yes, but uh, come on. I mean, I'm not, you no, because you just said it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's something you would like. So what if the guy is listening? He's like, damn, this is what she really wants. She really likes. And I want to really make her happy. But that's pressure because maybe I can't afford it. Then you suffer from anxiety naturally because I'm sorry. That's not no. Wow. I put that pressure or the, that's the pressure in the relationship. Because I feel like you know where you are in your relationship. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, like I said, I knew that that wasn't what my expect. Like, I knew that wasn't going to be my You knew not to expect that. Yeah. Okay. Like, of course. And, uh. Oh, that's a great like Valentine's married, uh-huh. Day. You know what I mean? Like, you, anybody knows that's a great Valentine's Day. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's the greatness. And it would be amazing to be in that space. Uh-huh. But you also know, like, this is not going to happen this year. This yeah. is not the year that this is happening. I think, you know, you know she, Valentine's could be very simple. It doesn't always have to be something. Yeah. It could be as simple as a nice card. I like some, I like cards. cards. You know what I'm a nice card, flowers. You know, you guys just spend an intimate time together and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's a good exercise in catering to love languages too. Yeah. Because, like, I felt like the, when I, like, reflected on my Valentine's Day, I uh-huh. felt like, I was like, oh, you know, if, in hindsight, I think a lot of, like, what is quote unquote my love language was like fulfilled. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it wasn't like that typical, whatever people mm-hmm. think, I'm like, I was like happy. Cause I think like my actual love language was fulfilled. What's your love language again? Remind us. Mine is, um, words of affirmation. Okay. And quality time, quality time and physical touch. Kind of, mm-hmm. I think it's more quality time. Mm hmm. That's nice. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, that makes sense. I think mine is, well, I know, I think mine definitely was catered to. I like, um, I like me some gifts. So. Right. <laughs> so, yes. So, gifts. Um, I like quality time, too. Right. Yes. So I got that. So, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, it was my okay. love language fulfilled. That's what I'm learning to do as I grow older as a woman. Okay. Like, in, like, dating and stuff. It's a lot, like, because I think that there was an era where 
at least let me say for myself, I feel like social media kind of skewed my expectations on life. Okay. Especially in like romanticism. Yeah. Because sometimes you get so lost feeling like. You get lost in the sauce. Yeah. You feel, you get lost in the sauce. Like you might tell yourself, oh, I didn't receive this. And look at what everybody else is posting and doing. And this Gotta is. Gotta be careful you know, with that. Yeah. Like then if I didn't receive this, this is not a valid expression of You're love. definitely. Yeah, I think I think we've all like fallen into that trap of comparison of like, damn, like he did this for her. Why couldn't you do this for me? Okay, you know, and then you may know the other person relationship like they went all that. You know what I'm saying? But we got some deeper, and he did all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it do be like it has you like you get you know you go down a rabbit hole of really like analyzing everyone's social media, uh, everyone's relationship on social media. It's like Like, I ain't giving it up like me. Okay, like I'm doing all these things for you, and what you know what I mean? Or like they just men, they doing all this, but yes. again, everyone's life is different. Don't compare. You know what works for you doesn't mean it works for somebody else. You know, period. So you know, like I said, part of the the weekend was watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and I think everybody really wanted to watch the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this year because the halftime performance That's was it. amazing. That's it. Um, so this year for the Super Bowl halftime performance was Dr. Dre. So he mm-hmm. was technically the headliner, mm-hmm. and in his show he brought in Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Anderson Pac, Fifty Cent. Like it was the most exemplary mm-hmm. halftime performance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, and I'll be watching Super Bowl halftime performances. Do you think it's the best so far? I loved it, quite frankly. Like, the probably top two. Beehive gonna kill me. I even liked it a but little bit, top, Beyonce's. Yeah. yeah. Because it just was like... Because all of them together, it, it was, was just amazing. like... Anyway, it definitely is better than Beehive. It just, was clean. Just because it was just so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it told a story. The set was amazing. Yeah, it, it was like good. It was like, everybody looked great. Like, yes. even though people cracking on 50. 50 Cent, he came, came that upside down. The people were like, he's a whole dollar now. He ain't 50 no, Cent no more. I think <laughs> this is only funny because 50 Cent is an expert troll. That's the only reason I'm laughing at it. Because I don't believe in body shaming. Yeah. But... I feel like it's hilarious because 50 got to get his day, too. Yeah. He don't get his day. But uh-huh. even him, all jokes aside, yeah, he was thick, but he came through. He was still doing But you know what? Thing. I know some people are like, why was 50 included in the lineup? Because it's like, you know, you talk about, you know, Dr. Dre and Eminem and, you know, Major Blast. Like, Snoop Dogg was there. Don't forget Snoop. about Snoop Dogg. I was like, I know I'm forgetting you know somebody. Snoop. So it's like, yeah. how does he fit in that? 50, 50 Cent is totally, you know what I mean? Because like, he's the lineage of Dre. Oh, he's lineage, he? yeah, he's lineage of Dre. Like, okay, um, okay, because he's he was under Eminem. What was Eminem's uh, record company called? He was under under that record company. Well, he, Eminem and Dr. Dre. No, Fifty Cent got signed to Eminem. Oh, I didn't know yes, that. That that was who he was signed. Oh, okay, to well that makes sense. That and, makes you sense. You know, Dre produced in the club, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Mary, Mary Jablad, she be doing her thing, man. Mary, like, I actually, like, I'm she like, is a legend. I'm like, Dad, I need to go to a Mary concert. For real. That's what I need to do. All these little festivals and yeah. stuff that I've been looking at. I need to go see the old heads, yeah. the, the classic, you know, icons that know how to perform. Because mm. Mary was, she was holding notes. She was dancing. Like, everybody up there, you can tell they're professional. Professionals. It was. It was like, yeah. and they never knew this professionalism. Yes, yes. Like they know what the show is supposed to look like. Exactly. Like they so. really practice and try to perfect their craft. Yeah, it was not so this cute. new age. Just hopping around the stage. That just be hopping mm-hmm. around, like you know. It don't. It just made me think about me and, my, and the client. We're talking about Saweetie. Is that how you say her name? <laughs> Saweetie. I try to say her name right. And my client was like, 
rapping is not her talent. You know, it's she's like, not. she should have just been like a influencer. influencer. Like, she's so beautiful. She could be like the face model and for she's a whatever. she's influencer. Like, she I, do, is. I am intrigued by her. But yeah, like, she does well with her social media. Yeah. But it's like, even with her, um, with her um, artist development, whatever, like, she was doing a uh, book camp. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's still not fully given. She's not giving what needed to be given. And I think she's just, she's just lucky and just escaping through it because, you know, maybe she's beautiful. She, she's beautiful and she feels features with like decent artists like doja cat she has good features i'll say that she like because the features is really what we make her song. own songs are not like yeah. it may be catchy for a little second but it's a cute bob like she like three-time grammy nominated though off that best friend song she got like three really grammy, yeah she got she's grammy nominated off that wow this year Wow. Which I think is the Doja Cat effect personally. No, definitely. No, no, no. Definitely, but, definitely. But but wow. Mm-hmm. Off the bat. No, so we definitely got a lot of awards for that song. And what's that other song she had last year, too? She had two songs that was popular. Oh, Back to the Streets. That's another one she got wow. a lot of awards. She, she has cute bobs. She, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a cute girl. Like, mm. right, yeah, she definitely got the you pretty know. girl. What Carrie Hilson was trying to do. Damn. You know, that's. But Carrie Hilson is talented. Sweetie is talented. It's just not in rap. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Carrie Hilson is talented in music. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, all right, that was just me. Brief tangent, brief tangent. So, Super Bowl was great. So, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, So, uh, another beautiful sister of us, Sandy Newton. <sighs> oh, my God. So, she posted a video, actually, like, a few weeks ago, her lamenting about... Because <laughs> <laughs> it really was a lament. It, you know, she was lamenting about... You know, I guess hard time or, you know, just hard being a light-skinned actress in Hollywood, you know. I think you should play the clip. So, do you have the clip? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not just talking too much. Apologize every day to, to, to darker-skinned actresses to say, I'm sorry that I'm, told, I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. She starts crying for a while, y'all. My mom looks like you, and she. She tore up that her mama looked like me, so just give her a moment. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mom. Mm-hmm. Let it out. Feel like I'm not representing them. Mm. That I'm taking from them, taking their men, mm. taking their work, mm-hmm. taking their truth. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the gist of it. So wait, what are your thoughts? Because I, I know you're ready to like spill it. What's what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Well, as the dark skin representative. Oh lord. <laughs> okay. No, but um, I just think it was like I really wonder what prompted it. Mm-hmm. Like that was it was just very awkward. Yeah. And I also felt like whoa, there, like she started going too far. Okay. Where? Um, How? I feel like. Like, she really lost me when she said, taking your men, taking your... Because then I felt like, it's one thing to talk about the professional mm-hmm. aspect of what mm-hmm. your color, you know, light skin does for you. Mm-hmm. But then to start, like, making it personal, even though it's something that we know. Yeah. That, oh, whatever. Or it's a notion yeah. that black men, because I guess that's the men she was referring to. Yeah. Black men prefer lighter skinned women. Yeah. But I think as a light skinned woman to just outwardly say it like that. Yeah. It just reads wrong. It's like... And Black History Month, read the room. I think it was like, a little bit before Black History Month she posted this video. Black History Month started Martin Luther King's birthday to yeah, me. Yeah. So. Okay, so for me, it's like 
It's definitely an awkward video, right? I feel like she should have cried her tears out before doing the video, right? Because the crying, it just... It does gives off give off a weird vibe and it makes one not take it as serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I do think that obviously something triggered it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming she had a conversation maybe with a fellow dark skin art, you know, right. actress in Hollywood too right. that said that probably was like, I auditioned for a same role and mm-hmm. we know I'm a better actress, but they gave it to you because you're lighter skin. And we, right. as you said, this this is a notion. This is something that happens in Hollywood that has been happening and is still happening. I do think that. She seems sincere. I think she is sincerely like, damn, like mm. my bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, but it's also like it's money. It's the game. Like it's very of, tragic. Of course, it, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not against the apology because at least it shows that she's acknowledging it. At least she. Like she. I just think it's the way she went about it. You know. But I think I feel like she should have cried, done it, and then come up and like had like a decent conversation about it. I don't even like. What are you apologizing for? You get what I'm saying? To but me, I it's kind of like it's, it's, it's like the same way now. Like you know, Zendaya, she turns down roles that she feels like okay, you know what? And this is other like that's female. an active action. You that's know, I'm like, what are you but randomly think, apologizing for? I'm not against the apology, man, because I think it's also just part of the conversation. And maybe this will also bring like to her fellow light skinned actresses to be aware of their privileges. Like it makes me think about um, Zoe Sandana, Sandana, what's yeah, Zoe Sandana, that she took that role to it's play. And for me, I'm just like, why would you take that? role? But you know, to them, it's probably like, "Hey, there's only so much roles for black people in Hollywood, anyway." Mm-hmm. So I got the call. So hell yeah, I'm gonna take it because I'm an actress and I need money. I need to take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? It was very like the apology to me was like, "This isn't what you should be apologizing for." What should she apologize if for? If she wants to say something, she could say, "I am sorry that your likeness does not get recognized, and I'm putting these predicaments to, you know, to to have." me be seen before you but, and i think that's what she said she no, just she said, said it in the wrong she way she said i'm sorry for taking from you take you. away no i okay. have to you have to consider that because okay. that's what okay. she said mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying like i don't want to like you too it's not she too old to, to get on the internet and be crying and make a statement then to be like my mom looks like you so it's just it's just it's a very everything about it mm-hmm. was i'm so sorry that i look better than you oh I, my but that, god but that's how she said it yeah. Cause to me to add the whole sorry I take your men and your men like me because I'm light skinned <laughs> like that's what she was doing. But you know, I also just wonder how do you know light skinned people feel? You know what I'm saying? Especially light skinned people in a hard position where it's like sometimes maybe they do feel helpless. Maybe they want to help the you know the you know black community as a whole. You know, where it's just like. It's not their fault that they're placed at a certain advantage than darker skinned women. Right. It's what are gonna what are they gonna do? Change their skin color? Yeah. Should they should they you said change your no, skin color? No, I mean like no, oh like, what are they gonna do? Sorry, <laughs> they came to the wrong place. Like no, like what are they gonna do? You they know, it's you know, it's just also like what are they gonna do? You know, it's not their fault that their place, you know, they're given a certain privilege. Um I don't so blame her for taking whatever roles that she took. Yeah. Quite frankly, it's like she's not necessarily like the greatest actress per se for me to really pay attention to the role she had to me to, to me to be like hmm a darker screen lady could have played the role you know what I mean that's what I'm saying they, I just think the way she went about it was definitely awkward but I do feel the apology and she's quite frankly she's not even that actress that this because first of all Dandy Newton is biracial she's Brit she's half British and half black Zimbabwe, right? yeah yeah and it's like I think that her privilege comes more from 
her being British than because like the is she British? She's yeah, like she's British. You don't even hear her accent. She has like some. Oh right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, like she she grew up. She trained in London. She's one of those actresses yeah. that, uh-huh. that I think majority of her roles are those roles that are quote unquote even like color. You know what are they? Mulatto colorblind cast. Colorblind. Okay. So it's just kind of like I don't even see a role where she has where I feel like yeah, that's what exactly I just said. where yeah. she has the thing. So I'm just kind of like you're not even the actress that I'm. That this would be applicable you to know, in this sense. Definitely not. But, you know, I'm like, maybe the little girl, you know, when she was like, she doesn't see other women that look like her mom. I'm like, well, maybe it's the little girl in her that is crying. You know, I yeah. wonder, I wonder maybe she had a conversation with her mom, you know, like, I don't know what that's like for her to bring up her mom. Like she said, mama too. So you she tell it was my deep. Mama like <laughs> like mama, her, her mom is the bad boy, you know, so, you know, she, 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 she look African. My you mama know? is a Negro. <laughs> She from the motherland. She's one of you black, dark-skinned Negroes. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, the way she did it was like, okay, awkward. But I'm not a- against the apology. I- I'm I'm not against it. I'm not yeah, against it. Yeah, I just it. feel like, okay, so now what? What you going to do? I mean, she gave the apology. That's it. And no, I'm, ho- and I'm hoping. No, do Just and don't hoping, take the role. And I'm hoping moving forward she does. But, you know, sometimes you do want to speak it. You know, sometimes you do want to. Talk about the action and then move forward and do fill yeah, up the action. Yeah, then actions. talk about it, but talk about it with some sense. Don't everyone you? is different. Not everyone is going to be all bold. And Come like, on, whoa, now, G. You, you know, you, you bold enough to be crying on the internet. You bold enough to say what you got to say, G. You <laughs> say it with your chest. You know, I, I, I it's really saddens me. Yeah, black women. Don't she could have done do it better. Awesome. I agree with that. She could have done it better. Yeah, but first of all, don't ever tell me you taking my man. I'm offended. I my mean, man. the man, the man run to them though. She she misspoke. Calm down, my yeah, man. But you know it's funny because she's never married to a black man. She's married to a white man. That's what I'm saying. Like, who man did you take? That was very personal. Who's yeah? Right to yeah. Slow down. Yeah, you offended? Because I'm like, how you just gonna <laughs> openly say you take our man? What type of <laughs> insult is that? I mean, see, you know, that's why you have to blame black men too. You know, she's not completely wrong with this. Yeah, it was just super weird. Let's switch it up. Okay. So, let you guys know, I'm a teacher, and there was some new news in education that I saw this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the courses like home ec, stuff like that, they don't really get taught in schools anymore. They sure don't. Like, all of those type of, um, what are those things called? What kind of skill? Learn life skills. Mm-hmm. Those courses don't get taught. So, there is actually a school that is thinking of teaching the girls how to do hair. Like, how to do crochet, Mm -hmm. how to braid, how to do things like that. Now, there's some controversy behind it because some people assume, you know, that why are you teaching black kids how to do hair? Yeah. But then some people are like, good, teach them a skill, something they can use. Yeah. You know, cosmetology is a real real thing. Uh So, it's like, what do you think? Do you think that that is racially motivated or do you think that that is like... Progressive. I think it's one. It's both. It's racially racially motivated because you know, even looking at the um the article, it's black young girls with um, black mannequins with Afro hair. Yeah, you know, so it is racial racially uh, motivated. It's certain things that just pertains to our culture, you know, right. and not that they can't teach hair braiding in white schools because white people be braiding their hair like they be doing they their call it appropriation they, no they do like they have like their little French braids that yeah. they do with their hair you know they have they whatever they do with their mm-hmm. hair you know what I'm saying but you know our hair globally is a major part of our identity of who we are you know what i mean so i think it's a great skill to have you know it's just it's just like sewing because even when i was in nigeria i did hope 
home economics. Um, you know, and it talks about you know taking care of the home, budgeting, and we learn how to cook certain food. Oh, nice. We learn how to sew. We did exams on that. You know, um, and it's just like. It stayed with me. I remember, even though it was just for a short period of time. No, it did. And I wish, you know, many, even, it's so crazy because it's not even crazy, but many, I see how many black women who are in their 30s, 40s, they complain. About not being able to braise. They can't do a, mm. a simple plate. You know, they can't do simple braids and they wish they know how to do it. So, yes, is it racially motivated? Absolutely. And is it progressive? Absolutely. Like, we need this in our community. You talk about it, too, with, um, you know, in your school, especially being a black school, sometimes you see the young girls here, they don't, they're not done. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Whether the mom didn't have time because she was tired from work or whether the mom did not care, but it would be good if she could, the young child could learn how to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something, black hair is just so much. It's, it's, it it's is a heavy, lot of time you know? to it, but I do, I think that we as people, we can't be mad, um, you know, we can't be mad when things are for us. You know, everything right. can't just be like, oh, you're only doing this because we black. It's like, okay, yeah. Exactly. Because some things only apply to black people. You know, so I do think it, it could be beneficial, um, especially, like, if it ends up teaching them something later. Absolutely. Because you know? like, we all know black hair is a hustle. You know how to do it hair. It is. You, you know, everybody in college and even in this grown life, we still looking for good hairdressers. No, I think, because even for me, like, if... A shirt of my ribs, I could sew it real quick. Okay. Like, I could sew it. And that's, that's just that. basic whatever. So, as you said, here, like, listen. And, you know, this makes me, uh, you know, with me being a loctician, um, you know, I have a separate page for my locks. And I follow fellow locticians. And, you know, locks, you know, dreadlocks. Let me see. Let me just say dreadlocks. You know, it's something that it's more popularized in a black culture. Like, it's mean, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a black hairstyle, you know, black culture. But it's something that has been prevalent in other cultures, whether Viking days, you know, they may not have called it dreadlocks. Um, South Asians with their monks, they had dreadlocks. Um, I'm trying to see what other culture, Native Americans too, they also had dreadlocks, mm. you know. It's a specific loctician, and he was showing that he's doing this Korean ladies here, and he's about to lock it up. And he was saying, um, you know, uh, why are people, you know, there's no black culture. Literally, this is, this is his words. He said, there's no black culture. Dreadlocks does not belong to black people, you know. Get your money, do hair, you know. Um, basically, the gist was there's no black culture. Dreadlocks does not belong to black people. Get your money, do different. That was the gist of it. And it was an opera. Like, it was like 600 comments, G. <laughs> And people were like, how are you going to say that in front of a Korean lady? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, and for me, when people post stuff, I don't say nothing. Because I'm like, it's your page, post what you want to post. Right. You know what I mean? But for me, it's he's somebody that I looked up to, you know? And mm-hmm. I had to comment. Because I'm like, this is, yeah, I commented a whole paragraph, like three paragraphs. Damn, I did, G. You did a three paragraph? I did. Because I'm like, it's one thing if you want to educate locticians to be versatile in their talent, right? To right. know how to do different hair textures. White people get dreads. I'm like, hey, if you're the type that want to do white people hair, that's fine. Get right. your money. I'll charge them a little bit higher. Right. You know what I'm saying? But okay, you know. Um, but to mention that there's no black culture, I think. And even if, because he was like, I'm an African man, you know. Black people, we have so many black cultures. You know, I hear, you know, so dreadlocks does not belong to black people. Okay, fine. You could say dreadlocks does not belong to black people because other cultures have had it too. But I think this is an issue with Africans, right? Because they don't really identify with the concept of black culture, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, 
that's fine. You're an African man. Then call yourself an African man. Don't say you're a black man. If, yeah. that's, the, if that's the case, you yeah. know, because even as Nigerian, we have over a hundred um, languages, you right. know, different ethnicities, um, tribe within our, in, in our country. And, and each, of those, each of those tribes, they have different languages, right? They have different cultures. Igbo people don't do the same thing that uh, Yoruba people do. Right. But at the end of the day, we kind of have a general culture. Right. Especially when you're out of the homeland, the motherland. You know, certain, certain things that, that we're like, as Nigerians, we don't do. There's certain Asian cultures that even even Asian people be like, this is our Asian culture. Yeah, that's Latina be like, this is our Latin culture. You know what I'm saying? So why is it when it comes to black black culture, you know, and he's right that we're so diverse, we can't put it in one box. Fine, no one is putting in one black box. But I think we talked about this, you know, on our hundredth episode that you know I mentioned that as black people in general, even if you're for the Caribbean, whether you're African, it's certain things that whether it's body language that we all do similarly that we're like, you That's, black, yeah. you know what I'm saying that a white person would not get exactly, you know. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Of, and I just it was, that was a long um, tangent. No, I, I feel on. you because it's kind of just like I just think that we we gotta stop degrading and disregarding ourselves in public. Yeah. You know, because even if that's a conversation we want to have within ourselves of like, exactly. you know, black people, we can't act like we own everything in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are things that are popular within our culture, but they do exist in other cultures. Right. So this isn't just a solely black culture thing. Mm-hmm. But to be on the Internet loudly, boldly in front of another race to yeah. saying there's no black culture. Then, how, you know, how are they supposed to treat us if that's what you say? And I comment, I'm like, don't forget that there's two other races out there that don't respect us. Yeah. That don't like us simply because we're black, you know? And it's, I don't know, it was just like, wow. Like, people really think about, think like this. Yeah, like a lot of people, you know, once they feel like they've transcended race. Exactly. You know, that's just their thing. But I'm like, why do, and it's only a black person thing. Like, when black people feel like they have tr- gotten to a point up. Of points of high elitism. Yeah. They're like, I do not see my culture anymore because my culture is what holds me back. I'm like, what does God do with you, you know, locking her hair? I'm like, lock her hair. That's fine. Get get your money and keep it moving. I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't have to relate. And I'm like, and if you don't understand the concept of black culture, that's absolutely fine. Shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. But he was like, no. Oh, black he was going people- back and forth with you? Yeah, we went back and forth. Oh. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. He, and when he responded, he was like, honey. And I'm like, the fuck <laughs> he was like honey you cannot put black culture in a box and i'm like yes honey <laughs> like <laughs> like come on now you ain't finna honey me down with this situation you ain't say now. sweetie like i'm like yes you honey that's the <laughs> ultimate that's the ultimate like you know when man be trying to like put you down like it's like, hey sweetie, sweetie. Yeah. no 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 uh-uh um wow but no that's a very unfortunate it, it is like it is popular logician it's yeah like, this man has over 40k followers on instagram oh wow yes and he showed how his following went down afterward of and course, i'm like yes because that's great wild. but it's did like, you unfollow no i didn't follow because like i'm taking his classes but after oh. i'm done with his class that's when i won the stuff oh. from more can you imagine imagine how it was pinning me Damn. but after i'm done my classes i'm like i'm gonna follow his hazy yeah because <laughs> he's really great he's really skilled at what he does mm-hmm. but it's just Damn, you i'm like i don't remember like when you guys take a class he's gonna be like oh it's you honey. He, money, money yeah he probably will money's locks you better what run my name boy. the class because it was a contest what if he be like no nah, he i got to log into it already if oh, he does, okay. boy, I'm about to get my money back. Come on now. Okay, Don't go back. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, it's just like our culture is like, come on. It's just within us black folks. It's just so much of, of a, a divide all the time. Can we be one for once? I know, right? That is the number one problem. We do not know how to mobilize. At all. 
<sighs> so guys, next thing on the list, we are still in a pandemic. Like every time we come back and say it, it amazes me to think that like, oh yeah, COVID is still going on. It's still going on. Well, you wouldn't know with the way that things are changing. So although, what was it like three weeks ago, we came back talking about the rise of Omicron, Delta, and all their cousins, <laughs> um, and how everybody had to get a vaccine, and we did this, that, and the other, and everywhere mm-hmm. was mandated. Now, all of a sudden, all the states are saying that they, they're going to remove their mask mandates. Except Man. for, like, schools and public mm-hmm. places. So, you know, we just kind of got over the whole World tragedy and all the things that have been happening with these super spreader events. And Coachella and Stagecoach festivals have decided to drop vaccine testing and masking requirements. Which, to me, is like, whoa. You know, it's mm-hmm. one thing to say, no mask, but you got to be vaccinated. That is just too much. That's too much Too large no of a concert either. to drop all of that at and once. it's like a three, four day thing too. Because Coachella is like a weekend. I'm like right there. That is a, that is just a, a, a disease fest right there. A COVID fest. That's what it is. Change it to COVID fest. All I know is all the outrage that um, Travis Scott faced. I need to see the same outrage over this white ass festival. Yeah. Kill it. Cause they're about to kill people too. Absolutely. So absolutely. If pe- and this is intentional. Absolutely. This is very much intentional. So if you all do not care about this big event that is actively and openly choosing to be a super spreader event, but y'all sat here and, dra- and dropped every endorsement from this young man's mm. name and everything over something he couldn't control. Like, they drop all vaccine testing and max mask and testing. Re- requirements, all of that. So imagine Girl. I'm thirsty. I bought my Coachella ticket a year ago, and mm-hmm. this weekend I just so happened to get COVID. But I'm like, <clears throat> I'm just coughing. It's you know? not a requirement. Like I can I'm, go. I'm not. I'm not in on the ve- uh, ventilator machine, so I'm just gonna go. People still go even if they test positive. People a lot of people still, still be outside when they test. Oh, positive. Of course, without even wearing a mask. So it's gonna be a new variant. Just just it wait is. on iota five. Girl. That's gonna be the new one because oh my god, we're gonna have all the alphabets to G. Like it's just crazy. All the all the way down to Zeta. Like if y'all just want us to just live with COVID and whoever died died, just say that. I mean that's pretty much what it is. You know, people say COVID at this point is just gonna be like the flu. Like oh, you got COVID. Oh, hope you feel better. Like hey, I hope COVID don't take you out. Exactly. That's how you just be telling stories. But it's, COVID is still very much scary. Yes, people, yes. you know, you could get well from COVID, but it's not the same for everybody. Like, it's still a scary thing. Yeah, like, and, and there's side effects. Like, I, truth be told, I don't think my scent is as strong as it used to be. No, really? Yeah, I really do Like, don't. for real, no Like, no, no exaggeration. Like, wow. I've just been thinking about it lately. Like, it's not as sharp as it yeah. used to be with certain, especially with certain smells. I'm like, I can smell it, but not for real. And I know that's something they're still trying to figure out. Like, yeah. what are the long-term side effects of having COVID? Yeah. Because we don't know. Yeah, like, I can smell enough. Right, to, to know, know if something's but burning. But like... Even that, like, I'm like, dang, I burned a couple of things where it's like, dang, I didn't know until it was a little past wow. the burn. So it's like, maybe before I would have caught that a little earlier. Oh, yeah, right. So I'm like, I, I'm telling you, I've been peeping lately, like. That's something to pay attention to. My nose to. is not what it used I used to be Scooby-Doo with it. Like, now it's. Damn. Like, I can smell, but it's not as strong as it used to be. Mm, mm, mm. I'm a survivor, yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, okay. So I want to talk about Love is Blind. Did you ever watch Love is Blind? I have, I've watched the show, but I haven't watched this season yet. So this season, season two is out. You know, they actually just dropped the next set of episodes today. Finally. I was waiting for everything to, to get drop. On, so it, could, yeah, yeah, it's better that way. And it's... It's amazing. Oh, um, nice. It's, it's actually, and it's, it was in Chicago this year. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it's amazing. It's nice to see this uh, nice black Chicago dude there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's cute. Um, you know, it's an Indian couple. And it's funny because both of the Indian couples, they said they dated white people all their yeah, lives. Yeah, they've never dated brown people. I did see that. Yeah, and episode. it's like, uh-huh. you know, it's amazing how, I think they both agreed that they were trying to fit in so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how immigrants, this shit really affects you in every yeah. aspect. Because, you know, yeah. and I feel like Indians or like other brown culture tend to deal with it in a different way. Uh-huh. You know, because it's like, you know, you're not black, you know. but So you, you can't just jump in with black as, people. You know, you're not, you know, by the mm-hmm. same time, you kind of want to move in. I think Asian, Asia also has that culture of like the lighter yeah. you are, the better you are. Like yeah. they go through that colorism too. Yeah. And they both agree like we're just trying to fit him so, so bad. So I have a question with one of the couples. It's the black couple. Thank God there's one like black Good couple. Good black couple. Um, so one of the girls, she feels weird about keeping excess gifts because the guy has like, you know, a nice like uh, watch, a wristwatch case from an ex that's like that has his initials on it oh, for his birthday. That. And she was like, oh, like, who is this from? And he's like, oh, you know, from an ex. And she's like, you still have it. Like she has issues with gifts from ex- exes. What do you think about that? That's childish. Yeah. That's super childish because it's like, I mean. Is there certain things? Is there certain gifts that you're like, mm, or like you feel that way for all gifts? Yeah, I think maybe certain gifts, right? Like what? Uh, like if your ex proposed to you and you still wear the engagement ring. I mean, that shit should have been gone. But that's like, what I'm like, come on now, that shit should have been like, gone. The, the very first day, it's over. That's boom. the only type of stuff where I'm like, like okay, it's gone. <laughs> that's a, but like, you know, like clothes, little knickknack, paddy wax. Would you like want that. them to wear the clothes with you? It wouldn't concern me. Is it drip? <laughs> Does it look nice? Okay, okay, like, okay. You know what I mean? I just feel like for me, and I don't want to use the word secure to a uh-huh. that people are insecure, yeah. but I'm secure enough in to that way. it doesn't bother me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It don't make me feel like he still thinks about her. It's like, mm, hopefully not. I'm not going to lie. I still have like a few shirts from a few ex like that, you know, that I like, I probably wear to sleep, but for me, I've just really like separated it from oh, them. Oh, you keeping stuff like that. That's not a gift now. Eh, it's not a gift, but I'm just something so that stuff like that, I'll ex. get rid of that. Eh, for no. me, I think I still have like a shirt that's okay. just like... I'm wearing to sleep. It has bleach on it. Like, it's just like... It's, that I would have got, You know, I, I have... It's not associated with the ex anymore. Mm. I mean, I still wear a perfume my ex got me because it's an expensive perfume. Right, and that's like throw a, it away. You could use that. But I'm not going to lie. I think there's a moment, um, um, you know, Baby T, his dad, it was like a specific... It was, this is years ago, G. Damn, I've never said this out loud. Whoa. He had a... a it was like... It was exclusive. A, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It was a, spe- a specific like shirt that he had. It was like you know in a hanger, and I'm just like, ah, what's this sweater is this one now? Like you're protecting this very deep. Like what the fuck? He's like, oh, you know, this is what Woo Woo got me. You know, and I, in my head, I'm like, mm. for me, I'm like, why is he protected so hard? That see that make mm. it awkward. And you know, then we're just like you know casually dating. It wasn't on deep, you know, so I couldn't even say nothing. But I'm not gonna lie, I cannot forget the little feeling of like hate when you can't. Well, you may get of the sweater bought the here. Like, and I've never seen the sweater since then. So I'm hoping he ain't got the sweater no more. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, but I just don't wear it. Maybe because I know what it looks like. And I, that very moment, you know, so I'm just like, don't wear this shit anymore. You know, I ain't say nothing <laughs> about it. 
But uh, and it wasn't even that cute anyway. But I guess it is. It, it does depend on the type of. It gift, does, and you know, you but know? but you know, you can also tell when people are do have an emotional attachment to things. Yeah, right. Is it like, wrong to have an emotional attachment to things, though? I mean, no. But when it's your ex, mm, you know, I it, guess gives, it, depends. it gives a. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, you still in grieving? You still mourning? You still in? Grieving. You know what I'm saying? Because like, for real, because like, okay. I had a situation where I was with a dude and him and his ex lived together at okay. a point. But you know, when they broke up, they didn't live together no more. Mm-hmm. But he still had some of her stuff mm-hmm. in the in the place. And he used to be very like, oh, don't, you know. That's like, her stuff. Like, don't, like, oh, I just leave it. Don't touch that over there. And it's kind of oh, like, okay. what you saw? What you Like what emotions you, are keeping attached? a space here? Like, yeah. what are you Like, doing? it's an altar or something? Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, eventually they, you know, cleared it out. But yeah. it was kind of like, initially it was kind of like, I be was the meaning of this. How you protect it's sacred to you. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, when you acting like that, it does make it weird. I yeah. But like a little watch case, like shit. I keep my watches in here. Got okay. my name it's, it's on useful. it. Yeah. It's useful. It's useful. Um, but definitely, it's definitely a good show. I think one thing I learned from the show is that make sure you're emotionally sound. That you you know certain insecurities that we know that's probably gonna be a lifelong journey right. of working through it. Right. But it's also some insecurities that could be self sabotaging to this extent where it's just right. like you are displacing them and blaming other people for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's a specific when you guys watch it, it's a specific couple where it's a girl that she just has so much insecurities that I'm like, girl, this shit is draining, boy. Like sometimes, like as women or as men, gotta you really have to work through your emotional bar. Um, what's the word? Not garbage. <laughs> I said garbage. Well, garbage too. Shit. Put that shit in the garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is exhausting. But yeah, y'all watch it. Love is Blind. Yeah, I do got to catch it. I was kind of waiting on everything. They have the Japan one. They have the Brazil one. Oh, for Love is Blind? Yeah. I didn't know that. They do. They do. I'm like, they're going to have the Nigerian one? Do you think it'll work for Nigeria? It'd be weird. The questions they'd be asking the pod be like, eh, what does your daddy do? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Where are you from? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Are you what? a Christian or a Muslim? Uh, when did you do your youth service? I know, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have American passports? Are you have you traveled abroad? <laughs> Hell no. But yeah, I think that that is it for our hot, hot topics. topics. Yes, ma'am. So you guys, let's get into our main topic mm-hmm. of the day. Okay, let's get into it. What's the topic for the day? Oh, then I want to do a siren. Oh, sorry, wrong button. Damn. Um, but you know it ties in because our topic for the day it kind of was inspired by a certain genius. Okay, as he calls himself, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I hate talking about Kanye, but Kanye had quite a week this. I week. mean, he's he's it's not just quite a week. He's hot. He's popping. He's a hot commodity he, in social media everywhere. Yeah. But it was very much like in one day, he exposed text messages between him and Kim. Mm-hmm. He, you know, was like, he got into a beef with Kid Cuddy. He mm. sent a hit out on Pete Davidson. It just was. He's creating memes and he, stuff. Yeah, it just has been a lot. Yeah. Um, And a lot of what I'm seeing is like Kanye is crumbling. Right, like yeah. every time I see Kanye have one of these moments, that's all I think. I think that damn mm-hmm. Kanye's crumbling. Who's there to catch him? Mm-hmm. Who's there to fall? Uh, catch him when he fall? And yeah. people are just like, Kanye's so misunderstood. Kanye's a genius, y'all. He he ain't crazy though. And I'm just like, what is what is misunderstanding about this this uh, toxic, unhealthy, scary behavior? Yeah, to me, it's very concerning that people can't 
acknowledge or realize that it is that dysfunction. It's purely dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to our topic of the day of disguising dysfunction. dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with Kanye. Since we're already on Kanye, let's start with Kanye. So I actually watched the Genius documentary. Yeah. It just dropped literally yesterday. like yesterday. Yeah. So it just dropped. Um and it was and it's kind of like dropping episodically. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's three different episodes. So the first one was like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um and it was great. It was definitely great. Y'all know I'm a harsh Kanye critic. I love Kanye the same way I critique him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love him as a Chicagoan. I love him as like a, you know, an artist, but I can't stand who he is and what he's become. Right, right. So this whole first episode was us really getting to see the inception of Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Like you see him, you know, just just getting signed to Rock Nation as a producer and his struggle to try to get realized as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and through this, it's the same Kanye though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's you see the hustle, the see, drive, the thirst, and it's the shit that he says. He's still very much Kanye West. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like Kanye say some stuff, and it's like yes, and it's like this man is crazy. He's he's overly confident. He he just is a wild boy. Yeah, he's always been that wild boy. But what you do see. Um, that I don't think I was a deep enough Kanye fan to know. It's his real relationship with his mother. Mm. Like I've always kind of known, you know. Obviously, you that knew he was close to his mom. He was close to his How mom, was but, it? Um, it was beautiful. Mm. It was beautiful because you see her really talking to him, letting him know. Like she, she used a quote um, that you know, a giant. What does a giant see when they look in the mirror? Mm-hmm. And they were saying like nothing. A giant mm-hmm. doesn't see his own reflection. Mm-hmm. So he was like, what you trying to say, mom? I'm too arrogant. She was like, no, you're not necessarily arrogant, you know, because you a star. Like a star is supposed to be, think like that, talk like right, that. A right. star ain't going to be like, oh, I'm kind of good. A star going to be like, I am good. Right. But, you know, when you get to a, she said, when you get so big, mm. you're still able to stay grounded. Your feet are still on the floor, but right. you're still big. Yeah. And when you get so big and you can stay grounded, nobody else is in front of you. Yeah. Like, you don't have to sit there and try to look at yourself and critique yourself and talk about yourself and, and highlight yourself. Mm-hmm. You just, people see you. Yeah. You don't see people. Mm. And I was like, oh, man. Like, she really was giving him ism. She was uplifting him. And you could tell that he went to her for that grounding. Man, that's so deep, G. Like, I ooh, I saw little bits of it. I didn't watch the full episode yet. But this is what you just said. Like, because you being a star, that light can deem so quick. It could go out. Yeah. You know, because, you know, stars, the moon, they don't stay up all day. Yeah, stars. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't stay up all day. And it's just, it's, you know, my African self would be like, the devil walked against him and killed the mother. <laughs> Quite frankly. Because if his mom was still alive, I feel like, yes, Kanye is Kanye West, but it would not be this level. Because, you know, as Africans, somebody would ground we him. say that it's important, like, when you're dating somebody, whatever, it's important that they have somebody that's, they listen to. Yes. Because if they don't have somebody that you can report them to, to? you know, that could yeah. be like, yo, you need to check him. Yeah. That you know he's going to listen to. That's it. Yeah. That person has no fear. That person has no respect. They don't respect he's you. He's lawless. You he's know? Lawless. And it's quite unfortunate the only person he had was his mother and she's not here. Yeah. Because I'm like, I wonder if the documentary is going to talk about his other parts of his family. Like his I'm aunties, cousins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, you don't really wife? hear, you know, I went to Harlan and his his auntie was a substitute teacher. Her name was Nina West. Oh, really? Yes. And they look, they have that same, same like, look like a mom. Face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know with what I mean? Square, yeah, like, with jaw, the, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's my nephew. Like, she's the sister of the mom. Um, but I just wonder if, 
Like, do Auntie Nina talk to him? Somebody, like, you know, it's just it's just quite sad because it's dysfunction. It's quite scary. I don't know how. I think, you know, it's disguised under the fact that he's a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's disguised under the fact that people are hyping up. People are doing it this disguising too. Yeah. It's not even him, actually. Yeah, people are people. the one that is, like, covering it, like... He's a celebrity. He's the best rapper. Oh, he's he's this. No, let's cover it. He's fine because he's able to produce art. They excuse the dysfunction. But it's 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 harming him. It's harming him. Like I hate that there's this there is this like notion that people have that to be an artist and to be a good artist you have to be slightly mad mm-hmm. right like we excuse a lot of like irrational behavior from celebrities or yeah. shit or you know abusing of drugs like or it's whatever part of the it art. Is, as it's part of the arts part mm-hmm. of the creative process and i'm a creative and i'm not crazy like that hell no i've been creative all my life and i've never had to abuse drugs to do it i've never had no. to, you know what i'm saying and you know i i just think that like when we keep making excuses for stuff like this like to see that documentary and see how he started yeah and to kind of see where he is today it's like yeah he's the same dude but also it's, it's very it's much, off it's a spiral yeah it's, Ew, a spiral. it's a major one it's a big spiral i it's saw sad. a clip of him on what's his name joe rogan is this joe rogan that's his name right mm-hmm. he talked on his podcast and kind of just be really saying and he says off the wall shit that you're like what the hell you know, he was like, um, if, you know, I want to be like the, the, the king of the planet, you know, in charge of the planet. And when I'm in charge, I'm going to create mechanical bees. And Joe Rogan is like, what are you talking about? He was like, so what is wrong with you? He literally asked him, well, I guess that's why people watch this shit. But he's <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, do you know you're crazy? The things you say you're crazy. Talking about I want to create mechanical bees, you know, to keep in charge of. He's just talking and nonsense. Stupid, stupid hoteps would be like, I see what like, Kanye it's, it's talking deep. about. It's deep. It's scary because I'm like, this man, God forbid, tomorrow one can hear something really bad happen to him. Like, this is dad still alive? I have no, I don't think he ever really had a strong relationship with his father. Yeah. So whether he alive or not, I'm not even sure. Because, you know, he kind of mentions it when he goes back and forth with Kim about the type of dad he's trying to be, right? He says how his mom moved to Chicago and, you know, did not, basically did not give his dad the opportunity to really be there for him. Mm-hmm. And the dad chose his career over, over, him. over him. So, you know, that's his old plight of saying, I'm a great dad. You know, I want my kids to be here with me and I'm not trying to choose my career over my kids or whatever. So, you know, I'm just really trying to understand, you know, the roots of all these things. Because obviously this didn't start yesterday. Yeah. I you just know? think like he's literally, you can tell that he's always been this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really can tell that he kind of has always been this way. Yeah. So that's how you know this is, like, some sort of mental thing with yeah. him. He's always been this way. He's always said stuff. He's always kind been of... Eccentric, been different. eccentric. And again, it just so happens that a lot of his eccentricity... Ooh, child, the word. Mm-hmm. All them things work for him. Yeah. Like, even us watching him storm the Rock Nation building to, mm-hmm. like, get his demo. Yeah. It's like, that's low-key wild. You really just stormed your place of business in the middle of the day mm-hmm. to try to get them to listen to your music. Yeah. And it's like, you really shouldn't behave that way in yeah. real life. But it worked for him. Yeah. Well, not in that moment. But eventually, it worked for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that the the big issue is that there's just nobody that cares to me. There's nobody that cares for these people yeah. that have these dysfunctional moments. You know, and to get off Kanye a little bit, I kind of want to also talk about Azalea Banks. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Kanye was dating that girl, Julia Fox. So they broke up for real, for real. That's what they said. I hate that they made her a thing. 
Gee, I went, I really I, listen, I went through her Instagram page. I'm like, this is it. I mean, she cute, but I'm like, this is she it. She's ordinarily cute. Like, then it's fantastic. No, yeah, she's a regular girl. I'm like, I'm because I still don't even remember her face from that movie, Uncut Gems. I sure G. do not. That's what I'm saying. Like, who she is literally she? like the lead. I'm like, <laughs> who is she? And like, she's had other roles, but it's still like, she's one of those, like, she's not memorable. She's one of those hidden white actresses. Like, she's there, but she's not. And like she just, I guess she just had a baby a year ago. Oh my girl, and she was addicted to drugs as well. So yes, which we found out. Well, at least I found out through her exchange with Azalea Banks. Uh-huh. So Azalea Banks is another person who I feel like they talk about her dysfunction a lot more, but yeah. it's also disguised in a different way. Okay, right. And by disguised, I mean that who's there to save Azalea? Like who says mm-hmm. anything? Who really looks, listens, and listens to the things that she's saying out yeah. loud? Yeah. So like. This recent thing that she did is she decided to randomly expose the text messages with her and Julia and, you about know, asking for drugs, about and asking stuff. for drugs and calling her a drug addict and a bad mom. And it's just, Azalea always has these moments out of nowhere. And I think it's always, I mean, the blind eye can see that it's attention seeking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that she definitely. just wants, she wants a little bit of notoriety, but it's just kind of like, where, why is it this deep for her? But you know what? I do think that. With Azula Banks, people has people are immediately said she's crazy, she's tweaking. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like that was a one that was an immediate thing. Like, girl, she crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she needs help. She's off the meds or needs to be on some meds. You know. And I think it just shows how men, men and women are treated, especially celebrities. You right. Know what I'm saying like men are given much grace. Yeah. Because oh, he's a man. He has so much stress. He got. He. You know. He's, he's a producer. He's in charge. He has so much thing that he's. You know what I mean? That's in charge of. But like a woman, Azealia Banks, is like, oh yeah, she's crazy. You it was emotional. It was an immediate. She's crazy. It was immediate. Oh, let's let's make fun of her. Let's attack her thing. No one ever thought to be like, oh no, she's a genius because she makes great music. I used she to listen. Sure I used to listen to her music before all this crazy stuff happened to her. Her. Her videos were great. She had the best, longest weave ever. Her music was entertaining. She looked good. Like, she's a beautiful, dark-skinned, slim woman, which you don't see every day in Hollywood anymore. You know what I'm saying? Or even ever. And someone who even just stood proud in her dark skin, in her complexion, in her art. Because she doesn't do R&B. She right. don't do rap. She you know, it's like a house. Techno it's like a house song. pop yeah. techno vibe that mm-hmm. she has going on. Any work for her, but no one. And from that, since then, I've never heard any good music from her anymore. So that makes me wonder, like, what happened? You know what I mean? I like, think people wrote her off immediately, like after that. So she just stopped. Yeah, because she's been too, doing this like, craziness for a while. It's like she doesn't even try no more. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to be crazy and just be crazy, but to me, it's like she doesn't even. Yeah. put out any music anymore. Yeah. I, I think people wrote her off. They cut her off. Because she had that incident with, what's that white actor? Um, Russell Crowe? Did she? Yeah, where she said that he called her a nigga. And she said RZA. RZA yeah, was there and he didn't do anything about it. Like Russell Crowe spit on her or something like that. I believe that shit happened. I yeah. believe that happened. Everything she said be but, happened, I But because believe. of like, she be tweaking, she be doing too much. Of course, she does stuff for attention. You know what I'm saying? She's a bipolar or schizophrenic. She has something going on because she attention seeking on. is part of it. Kanye West does it too, you know? Um, but people didn't take, like people brushed that shit under the carpet. Like there was no comment made. Nobody made a comment about it. So then that's my next question. Like, do we think that like social media normalizes this type of behavior? Yes. Like, you know, like now when we see people doing things that 
to me, maybe five years ago, we would have been like, this is a cry for help. Something mm-hmm. is going on with this person. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays we just like, they're trying to go viral. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like we just take it as, they're not even going to go viral. Or we see these things and we're just so desensitized. Like, boy, he losing his mind. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you think social media is kind of like to play? Absolutely. Because we see that's entertainment. Right. It's entertainment. It's like, I mean, because we send the stuff what Kanye does. We send in this, the group chat. We, I mean, we say like, damn, shit's going on. Yeah. But we like, ah, oh, he crazy. People make memes about it. You know what I'm saying? People make whatever about it. It's entertaining. So it's like, shit, keep the craziness going on because we're going to keep watching it. And if anything, we, me, like, do it more. It's become a marketing tool. It too. is. You know, because I think that, like, that, and that's another reason you can't even take Kanye seriously because mm. you never know if he just tweaking because an album coming yes. out or if, like, he's really having, like, a breakdown. Yes. Like, this is him. Because, you know, like, you know, who's to see? He hasn't stopped this behavior since Donda and now Donda 2 was supposed to be mm-hmm. dropping. So it's like, okay, so then after Donda 2 drops, is he going to be quiet again? Because he does have moments where he's quiet. Yeah. He's peaceful. You don't hear shit about him. The only thing you hear about him is his wife. You know, like, right. you don't hear nothing. We shall see. Like, and I really want to know, has he been diagnosed? I think so. I think it's known that he's bipolar. I mean, because it's known, but he's never said it. Because, you know, he did mention, like, oh, people make fun about me being off the meds, but that's something insensitive to say, you know, mm-hmm. this, you know. So I, he's never mentioned. No one, like, in he's his never come camp out has confirm. ever said anything yeah. about it. So I really wonder, like, what is it? And ugh. So to me, okay, so another thing that I also feel like, is like disguising dysfunction. So mm-hmm. I don't under I don't know if you've heard about um the New York mayor is kind of doing like a little ban on trap music, right? Right. Um, because he believes that like trap music is silently behind the rise of violence in New York mm. and everything mm. that's going mm. on. So he's saying that the same way that all of these um social media sites censor Trump for the mm-hmm. wild and destructive things he was saying, that it's time for you to censor trap musicians that get on the internet and like maybe incite beefs with other artists. What do you and think about that? I think that in a way he has a point. Yeah. You know, I hate to, you know, I hate to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to be that person that says trap music yeah. is, you know, increasing murders. Mm-hmm. But in a way it is. Mm-hmm. In a way it is. Because I think that it's starting to glorify a lifestyle that at the end of the day is extremely dysfunctional. Yeah. It is extremely harmful. It is extremely toxic. Like the way that these kids are just getting shot just like kids don't even fight anymore literally maybe around the corner from my house it was a video surveillance of a little bo- of a boy some teenage kids maybe you know he pulled up on him as another boy was walking home and shot the boy like 13 times wow and it's just like the way that they you could something about that interaction you could literally tell that these are two high school kids that got into it at school yeah like this that was it you could tell one no you it know, wasn't no gang no street, street, street you know what i'm saying stuff. Wasn't no drug exchange going around it literally was like he probably is a kid, and what he now knows is the resolution is that you pull up on your ops and you, and you drill. Anyone that says music does not influence your mood is a liar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you're in love, you listen to a certain type of music. True. You know what I'm saying? When you're sad, you know, when, if you're trying to uplift yourself, you listen to a certain type of music. Music has that power. Movies have that power. Right. Art has that power, you know? So... Violent music, because even when I think about uh, metal, heavy metal, G, yes, it's so heavy. I'm like, how do people not go crazy over this? Because it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 
It's real rage. No, no, and it's rage, right? Yeah. It's anger. Even when you see the concerts that they do, it's you see angry. the performance. It's anger. My it's heart heavy. be racing with it's the violent. music. It's violent. It's them throwing things. They're high on drugs because that's the only thing that really make you that pump to do yeah. all. The, you know what I mean? Everyone's on pills. So of course that type of music drill. And what are they talking about? Oh, I'm, I, somebody got shot. Mm, somebody got shot. I saw somebody who, who like. You know, it's highlighting exactly. that lifestyle. At this exactly. point, you know, before, you know, especially in the 90s, when this is not the first time polit- um, politicians have tried to ban, like, hip-hop, Music, you yeah. know, especially hip-hop. But in the 90s, it was like, you know, it's storytelling. You know, that's right. what the 90s rappers were saying, like Ice Cube and them, NWA. Like, we're just telling our story. We're just telling our experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, we walking down the street, you know what I mean? We're in a car, we're driving, and we get pulled up, or someone pulls a gun out. Gangs, like, it's right, a story. This is our life. I get it. By this point, it's like, come on, G. It's becoming a thing. It, nah, it's, it's different now. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's too much. It's like, we have to, like, as people, when are we going to acknowledge that this isn't just music? No. You know, even the things that these kids are saying, like, when you listen to music like Juice World, mm-hmm. you know, XXXTL, all those kids that talk about being high on drugs. And, it's like, I think that we just be bopping our heads. Yeah. To so much toxicity. No, this should be demonic, G. I'm sorry. It G. really do. Because you know, white people make dream music too. White yes. people make like music like um Juice World that like yes. uh, uh, uh. when you see their videos, G, because I've I've watched some of them, I'm like, this shit is demonic. No, it'd be scary. They are high on pills. Uh, it's like <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Even when I hear it on the radio, I'm like, I'm tired of this. Like I can't listen to this. No, yeah. So I don't blame him because it's like Especially, gee, young people are dying higher rates. It's ridiculous. Like, young kids are dying. And you're like, what is contributing to this? You know, what is playing a role? And, yes, the environment plays a role. You know what I mean? Lack of resources play a role. Education play a role. But if you listen to music, you know, it's just like if a gay, I feel like, you know, it's similar to um, video games. Yeah. You know, like if you constantly playing violent video games. And that's what you do 24-7-G. That's gonna have an impact on your mood. It sure is. You know, there's a moment when I was I used to watch, you know, I like like scary horror stuff. Um, is this specific show, uh, what is it called? I can't remember the title. Damn, what is it called? I can't remember right now. Anyway, but I used to watch it and it's about ghosts and shit. After a while I'm like, I'm feeling kinda gloomy, G. Oh, I thought you were supposed to say you were seeing ghosts. Nah, not to that level. Nah, I wasn't going to wait till I get there. No, but I was feeling gloomy. It's about two brothers, then they see ghosts and stuff, and they be mm. killing them. But I just felt like some sort of cloud of darkness. Like, yeah, that's how I'm going to be watching it. I stopped watching it because I was watching it heavy. Like, it's like in class, boom, I'm watching it. After class, I'm watching. Like, it was repetitive, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to really guard and protect your spirits. Like, all yep. this thing is energy. It's Hold energy. your head. Guard your, your heart. heart, G. Okay, okay. You see I, see, the I, I see, you see the I see. So I'm not mad about that, about the mayor, because that is a dysfunction in a society, you know? It and, is. And we are, we are disguising it over the umbrella of its music. Oh, over it's art. Yeah. That shit is dangerous. It's just like there's a lot of stuff that we have to do better. So like the comedian Drewski, mm-hmm. I love Drewski. He now said that, you know, he's no longer going to promote artists that promote killing other people i like that you know what i'm saying he's like drill is not just about killing like there's there's such thing as drill beats and you know like five year foreign is really mm-hmm. good at like drill music that's not super centered on killing people yeah so it's like yeah we just have, we have to what, do what, what's exciting about talking about you kill somebody g it makes people feel tough it makes them feel like, hard what? invincible like, like I, yeah i killed him like really? yeah i mean uh, i don't like being a murderer 
Like, come on now. I also want to talk, you know, since we're talking about people dying, the suicide rates are going really yeah. up, especially within with black men. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, in different countries, they say it's rising at an alarming rate, especially among young kids. African-American boys between the ages of 5 and 12 are more likely to die by suicide than any other age group. Mm-hmm. Nationwide suicides among black children um, under 18 are up 71% in the past decade. You know, before we used to say, oh, suicide is a white person's disease. We sure do. You, you know, we that. can't be like, um, who, who committed suicide? He's white. Yeah, that's what white people do. And it's like, no, G, we, black people kill themselves too. Yeah. You know, like, we be going through so much dysfunction, but we hide it so well. Exactly. You know, like, this, you know, one of the scary things, like when you see somebody on social media, one day, you know, you see them having fun, you having a good time. The next thing you see them is like, R.I.P. Yeah. And they committed suicide. Yeah. It's 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 like we need to stop playing, G. We need yeah, to stop I think playing. we just have to be more open about what what we see, what's happening around us, and we gotta stop making excuses for ourselves. Stop. That's it's just the biggest cute. takeaway. We gotta you know, it's black history month. Yeah. Um, and there's just so much stuff that like is happening within us in our own community. Even, you know, with people like Nick Cannon and how he's living his life, that's dysfunction. Girl, that See, is you know what I'm saying? Girl. Like, it's just so Don't many. even get me started on that. Exactly. So it's just like, as a community, we have to stop saying things like, well, he rich, he can afford it. Or, you know, well, Kanye's not crazy. He doing this. You know, he uh, he couldn't be a billionaire if he was. If, like if he's he was, the first black billionaire. Which, first of all, he's he, not. You know, but, it, you know, Nick Cannon, talking about him real quick. He did a little interview, and he said that he has so much guilt, you know, with his son that just passed yeah. away because he didn't really spend time with him. Like, duh, motherfucker. What, what did you expect? Because mm-hmm. he was like, you know, he has so many kids around the same age. Really, oh, so he feels so much guilt. I'm like, oh, you didn't think about that before. Yeah. So you really thought you were going to be for, be there for every single one of them? You really thought that was, that's some dysfunction. Because now he's saying, oh, he's celibate. What What is it? Because for me, I'm like, okay, you know, me growing up in Nigeria, I'm used to seeing the polygamy lifestyle. I'm used right. to seeing people having multiple kids. But one thing that they did do, they all live in the same compound. Yeah, they all live in they the same They built a, a big house. We all finna be here. Yep. We all have family dinner. Yep. You know, no matter how dysfunctional it may be, mm-hmm. there's drama. But you still see that sense of unit. Like we're in family. a way. Exactly. But you don't have that. You are scattered. You have them scattered all over the place. And it's disguised over the fact that he's rich. He got yep. the money. That's it. Yeah. No, that's dysfunction. Like, what is that doing to our community? What are the what are what is it doing to those women? For me, I'm like, what's the conversation? So can those men fuck other people? And I be thinking like now this woman that's lost her baby, is she now like uninvited to everything in the family? Uh, are they gonna try for another one? So exactly, you know, like exactly like because like maybe you know the plan was that we I was supposed to have your son, you know, because this was gonna be you know. So I guess we gotta try again for another baby. Like I don't crazy. understand what is the conversation. This is it's all dysfunction. It's not cute. Like money, everything that glitter is not good. And this it's is shit not. that be holding us back as a people. Yeah, it yeah. really is what holds us. It's back shiny, as a and we just be like, oh, it's shiny. It's fine. It's not. It's not G. But that is that. On that, yeah, that was heavy. It was heavy, but you know, at the end of the day, what we want people to do to take from that is just be open, be transparent, and look for healing. Look for healing. Do the work. Do the work. Don't be lazy about it. Your new designer fit, your new gold chain is not gonna fix it for you, honey. It's not. All right, let's go to our favorite segment of the week. Let's do an logo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid. Makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, oh, Rabata. Goof ass. 
So social media be getting people all caught the up. way caught up. So this week, our Alodo of the Week goes to a man. Um, they didn't actually release his name. But what happened was this man is a married man and he went on vacation. And, you know, his name is A.D. Like just the initials. I'm because I went to an Instagram page, so AD. Oh, Iron Buddy Fitness. You went to his home. Dang. <laughs> but AD, idiots. That's what he's called. <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> AD, idiots. But AD got caught up this week because, you know, he went on vacation and he thought what happens on vacation stays on vacation. Well, unfortunately, in this series of events, he actually got caught up with a girl who posted a viral TikTok trying to figure out where this man who she exchanged numbers with, Mm -hmm. who she had vacation vibes with, Mm -hmm. was. Now, TikTok going to do what TikTok going to do, which is TikTok is going to go viral. They going to investigate. They going to look for this man. And the tea came up that this man is indeed married. So basically, you know, when she posted, you know, TikTok looking for him, because, you know, she has a picture and video of them together on the beach, you know, holding hands. They're looking cute. They're looking cute. You could tell they were vibing, right? Okay. And she said that she had the number, the exchange number, but she lost his number. Um, she posted an ad, then his wife DM'd her saying, you know, what's going on? She said, the wife said, did you sleep with him? And she's like, I'm sorry, but who are you? Why are you asking all of this? And she said, I'm his wife. And she's like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. This was never my intention. We never slept together. You know, we just had vibes, and I wanted to get to find him again. But, like, I'm, I, you know, I, she handled it well. Like, they yeah. both handled it well as women, you know. So, basically, the shade man. room interviewed both the wife and the man. And the man is trying to make it seem like it was not like that. She did too much. I don't even know why she took pictures and posted it. Not but the I'm wife like, was there, like, uh, Derek Jackson wife. Right, but the wife, no, the wife was like, I was ready to divorce him. Like, I was ready to let it go, you know, but she was like, she had to think about it. Now they're going to counseling. She said she didn't want, like, a temporary moment to kind of ruin their marriage of, I think, marriage of five, six years that they've they've had. But you know how men are, like, he really tried to switch it up and be like, He really tried to do that. No, like, come on now, she did too much. And now that makes me ask this question. Is there a certain way a married man can interact with another woman? Or is it that it should be no interaction? I mean, what what type of interaction? Like, because I I feel like based on the video that was posted, the TikTok was posted. Obviously, he found her attractive. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was obviously like, okay, y'all vibe. Like, you if you didn't find her attractive, you won't hold hands with her. You know, That's you won't take pictures with her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So did he? Was he just really having a good old jolly time? He did too much. Or like it? You know, it was just too. Or the, what, did he, the lady he, take it out of context? He, no, he did too much because it's like as a man, as a married man, at that, if you see a woman and you like, oh, let's say y'all are at Miami and you just meet a cool group of girls yeah. and y'all just all like, hey, y'all cool, we yeah, having yeah. fun. Then that's cool. You know how to keep it cool. And what you would say too, as a married man, is you would eventually bring up your wife. My face should be on your finger. Problem solved. You married. It should be your finger. And your behavior should show. Exactly. You would keep a friendly distance. You would laugh. Even if you tell somebody, you'd be like, light little, you know, niggas not to nah, nah, your knee or whatever. That's what it would be. But all, you know, exchanging numbers. For what? What are we going to communicate about? Exactly. Is it a business exchange? Exactly. Do you think a married man or a man in a relationship can compliment another woman? It depends on the compliment, but I'm just kind of like, what you would. You should keep his compliment. It's like, what's, your, what's the compliment you're just throwing out? <laughs> I don't get it. It's ah, like, you know what? I'm not against it, actually. I'm not. Because I've 
I believe I know that I've received some compliments from me- that I, I see the ring that's a married man, but as you said, it's the way it's done. Like mm-hmm. as simple as, oh, you're a beautiful young lady. Then you keep it moving. You he keeps walking. It's nothing extra, but he just said, "Let me just appreciate God's why you got what's glory. compelling you that much because to say that God's life. glory was shining upon me that day, and he said, "Let me just give." Her. I mean, sometimes I see a good looking man. I'm like, oh, that's a nice shirt you got on. Oh, Dang, you look good. You're not married, though. okay. If you yeah, was married, but you, even if I was married, I wouldn't have. You wouldn't a problem. go out of your way to tell a man. He I mean, I'm himself. not. I'm not gonna. And seek. that's the difference. I'm not gonna. And I'm just saying, if we're walking by, like the instances that I gave, it's like we're in the same space. It wasn't like, oh, he down the street. He came up to tell me he went out of his way. We walking by, we probably stand to each other on the train or whatever, and it's like a quick compliment. I don't see anything wrong with That's it. That's out of your way, G. Because you I keep don't it see to nothing yourself. wrong with it. If you if you're married, ain't no reason for I you don't to see just because because right. you because what's that's when to start? It, it shouldn't have to. It, sh- it but, doesn't but, have to start but anything. What, but what it are you depends. To start? No, it depends on the body language. It depends on again, as I said, if it's you look beautiful and you look away, you go back to your phone, you go back, or you head out, you do whatever you're doing. That's fine. I'm not gonna go chase you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if the conversation continues after there and your eyes are lingering, and that's a different story. And as I said, I have too. I see someone who's looking good, and I'm like, oh, you. That's a nice beard. Or that's an and it little things like that. You if Brighton's a random man, he got a nice beard. If I see he has a nice beard, that's why not? You know, or if I like his shoes, like oh, those are nice shoes. Like I'm in, and, and I'm in the mood of giving that compliment. That's, that's gonna bright. That is gonna brighten up his day. Those are different. To say How? to say to, it's different to say. Oh, you know, you look nice. I like what you're wearing. That is different than saying. That, like, isn't that a compliment? That's a compliment. But to but say, why talking about compliment? But I'm saying the compliment of like. Oh, you look be very beautiful. That's a different type of compliment. It depends on how it's said. Because what I feel, you know, the compliments men and women give each other is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like naturally when a, just not even naturally, but we're as women, we're quick to think that when a man compliments us, it's on something like, oh, he feeling me. Oh, he finds me attractive. Oh, he wants me. When it not, it's no, definitely I'm not, not that. saying that's what it is. I'm just saying but out I, of the respect of your marriage, because yeah. you know, because this is the thing. It's like, when you're married, you're like the whole concept is that you're you you're not giving attention to other mm-hmm. people. Like obviously you're gonna know if somebody's beautiful yeah. or not, but to to make notice of it, it's like why you gotta make notice of it. Like it's uh, one thing if you're talking to, agree me, to disagree. If you're on talking that to one. me and you're like, Oh, that look right there, beautiful and then it is. We could you know, you can find other people attractive. I don't think that you have to make it known that you find them attractive in that moment. But it doesn't mean I'm saying that because I think you look good, it doesn't mean I'm attracted to you. I don't see the purpose of you telling somebody you well, don't know. Well, that's you. That, 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 you and that's you. And that's you. If you're not trying to let them and know that's that you're you. And that, that's you. That's absolutely fine. We could agree to disagree. But for me, I'm just like, it's nothing wrong with just giving. If it's an innocent compliment and it doesn't go anything further than that, you know, you're not using certain words like, oh, girl, you look sexy. Then it's like, okay, you're doing too much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, ooh, that red dress is looking good on your hips. So, like, it's really, you know, it's certain wordings that's like, okay, you're doing too much. But if Because for me, when I get a little compliment like that, Gee, this shit brighten my day because I probably haven't received a compliment in fucking five months. That's you, you on the receiving end. Of course. And I'm saying also as an individual, I give compliments too. Like, and I'm sure it brightened his day. That's a nice tie. You look good. Oh, you're a handsome man, which I keep it moving. I yes, keep going. But as it is, so you, Just so talking, you we don't need to be repeating the same thing. No, because I'm going to ask you. So you, because you're saying a different thing. You're saying your husband versus you just being an individual. Yeah, as an individual, like, yeah. that's different. You, as if you're with your husband, you and your husband somewhere. And you, let's say, that's a different, you just brought up a different you, scenario. But, but I never just, said anything about we married and we both together. My husband, right? But that's what you're saying. No, as a, that's I'm, what I'm saying. saying I, 
I'm I could be married without being. I could be married without being in the same space with my husband, right? So you're gonna do it behind your husband's back? How is that behind? Because it's not sneaky. Them. It's not sneaky. Anybody say it's sneaky? No, they're just not there. It's sneaky when you say it's behind. I wouldn't have a problem telling my husband, like, "Oh yeah, gee, I saw this man. I said he looked good because I know it's innocent." Because I know it doesn't okay. come from a, a negative way. Of course, if I'm with my husband and we both walking, like maybe, I don't, I don't, maybe just, maybe I'm just like that's that. That's what I'm saying. Because you keep May, saying, maybe about like, oh, I'm I've just given like a that. compliment, I've received a compliment. But I'm like, yes, yeah, I have. That's what I'm saying. Of course you have, but you're not married and it's not your husband. So and I'm, I'm saying, saying like, and I'm saying when I become a married woman because I am okay with it, I don't see any issue giving a compliment to somebody else it just depends on how you give the compliment it depends on your intent it depends on what you do after if it's an innocent compliment like that's a nice shirt you look good today now of course i'm not feeling like oh you a fine man i'm not gonna say that even right now not being married i'm not gonna say that because obviously how people would take it because i don't want that extra attention i don't want someone to think i want them but if i see you like oh do you look good hey it's it's not that deep i for me personally okay. it's it don't have to be that deep you know like it don't you gotta give people freedom now of course back to the lodo of the day he's wrong because all the evidence shows that it was extra vibes going it was, on yeah, he was for the fact to, for the fact that she had to post a tiktok she was like damn it was, was some good vibes <laughs> she thought it was the cinderella moment i feel bad for I, her because you, know, you see yeah. it on twitter all the time where people be like shoot their shot i saw this person on the beach help me find this girl and they be finding them and they be finding them and they, they find be like him. in love her story didn't end that way I'm it sorry. didn't poor him i just didn't like how he tried to switch it up and make it like she was tweaking and did too much because exactly. she, she didn't do too much she did what any woman looking for love would do yes but let's go on to a more positive conversation so let's talk about our black i mean our care for the culture mm-hmm. for this week so our care for the culture this week is my girl Issa ray um Issa ray receives the key to the inglewood um super bowl weekend she received the key to inglewood and as everybody knows Issa's not necessarily from inglewood but she highlights a lot of inglewood through a lot of her shows so mm-hmm. if you watch all of insecure it's basically as she says a love letter to south la and inglewood mm-hmm. and all of that so she's actually the first black woman to receive a key in inglewood in over i believe it's over 20 years is what they were saying yeah so i'm really proud of Issa. like Issa, and as a matter of fact she manifested this in the season finale yeah of she did because she, she was receiving the key to inglewood so that's amazing they probably saw it and it was like you know what you should get the key to inglewood I know, right that's, so, that's amazing it's, it's deserving you know she deserves it definitely shout out she to Issa. It. yeah shout out to her Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We have come to the end of our show. Y'all, you know, make sure you catch us. Now we're going to be posting our stuff on YouTube. Can we say that? You know, because we want y'all to see how we look. Um, You know, what we're talking about. Just to give y'all some extra tea, some extra spice. You know, something more fun. Make sure you follow our social media pages. My social media is Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. And mine is at damn underscore I'm fine at D-A-M underscore I'm fine. And of course, our podcast page, Cross Culture Podcast. We're on Twitter as well. Instagram, follow, follow, follow. Listen, share this podcast with your mama, your friends, your grandma. You know, we diverse. Anybody can listen to this shit. You know, we give a little spice, a little witty, a little intelligence. You know, we okay. clever. You know? A little cross, a little culture. Okay, like we... we we give all the vibes. You know, shout out to our cameraman. We love you. You're awesome. Woo, 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 woo. Shot by Deuce, okay? Yes. Shot by Deuce. Um, but yeah, this is it for us. Um, 
I have a little quote for the day, and my quote is pretty simple, and it's something that kind of touched my heart during the week when I was listening to my little, you know, trying to get my mind together. And the quote says, you must be true to your own heart or you will never really be happy. So whatever that means to you guys, be true to yourself. Don't try to front do too much for the Instagram. Be you really, you know. <laughs> and yeah, and that's it for me. Maybe you really wasn't. I mean, for real, like people be like, doing the most. Like, like, don't be disguising some shit. It very much gave you fake bitch at the end. You said fake bitch. That's how I I understood. Oh, like you fake. <laughs> like at the end, <laughs> really. That's how you said it. Like, just be you, really. You fake oh, bitch. Oh shit! That's Stop being fake I mean. bitches out there. All right, and this is cross culture. Strike your mark. Life don't stop. So hold your head. Guard your heart, hold your head. Yeah. Conflicted in this free based world to give and take, take. Cause I always rather give than to be the one saying thanks. Whoa. Conflicted like being signed to yay and managed by Jay. Conflicted like being cool with Pusha and Drake. Damn. Conflicted like repping the city where I hardly stay. stay. Or knowing that you're wrong, but it's too hard to say. Hold your head, guard your heart. In my life, those were the hardest parts. So many dark times, I wish I caught a spark or learned I see an eye to eye to with a heart to heart. So many loss, I feel lost, got me feeling like a real nigga, holocaust, got me mourning while it's dark, dark. Life feeds you alive, we know how to be a meal, shit rather than see a meal. To make it out, you need a skill, yeah. Thought I was past my past, but let's be.